Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waltman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. Well, Coming to you, you made it through. Coming made to you in our, our evening time slot. Everyone hit that thumbs up if you made it to the evening time slot. And hit the share button because lots of people are still not knowing when the new time slots are. So hit that share button so that more and more people find out that we're going live at 11 a.m. Eastern and 7 p.m. Eastern. So you made it through the deposition. I did. I made it through the deposition, and I'm ten uh, fingers, ten toes. I got, I got everything on me. It was, uh, right. and I know we're going to talk about the uh, Coomer uh, deposition as well. And, and Max, this is going to be, th- this is, this is a really hard thing to report on, right? So I thought I, I had, I had gotten myself to that point where, um, where I was ready for the deposition. I was ready for the questions. I was ready to deal with the consequences of not answering certain questions. And, um, you know, uh, you know, the, the lawyers and, and they all get to do their jockeying back and forth, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to be real with you. I walked into that deposition ready. I walked into that deposition ready for, uh, to, to, you know, to tell the truth, to make sure that, that my part of, of this entire, how information came out, came out correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I didn't go into it nervous. I didn't go to, into it thinking, um, that, uh, I need to do anything other than just be who I am and tell the truth. That's it. Well, I didn't, I didn't expect, I didn't expect to feel the, the way that I felt going into it. So if you allow me just a, some time to, sure, to be yeah. a little bit raw, I mean, I know that I kind of sprung it on you before we went live, but. Um, you know, over the last 10 yeah, months, I, I was, I, I was making myself a taco. I wasn't yeah. doing anything all that. Yeah. Important. Okay. Just, just a brisket taco. It'll be so, there when we're done. So, um, you know, over the last 10 months, I've studied Eric Coomer. I've studied Dominion and, um, you know, it's something I do and it's something you've known about me for a long time that, mm-hmm. you know, if you, if you, if you come at me, you come at my family, right? All bets are off. I mean, I, I pull all emotion out of it. I'm going to protect my family. I'm going to protect those around me. And in this case, I found myself deep into something I didn't want to get involved in that changed, it, it changed who I am. It changed, it changed my ability to ever get back to a place where I could be the same person. And I knew when I went into it, that that was what the case would be. I knew that, that somewhere along the line, I was going to lose a bit of the thing that made me, me. I was going to lose the ability to be a tech CEO and to wake up with that passion every day of just building, right? To be known for the work that I've done in those areas. Um, I, I knew that uh, forever I'm going to have to look behind me. I'm going to have to always have a place where I'm always looking over my shoulder. I am never going to have the peace and the joy. I'm now in the middle of a fight that I didn't ask for, and I only got involved in because of friends dying and the fact they took away our constitutional rights. So I, I saw it as an obligation as an American to do that. But here's what I didn't expect. I didn't expect to walk into this deposition after studying Eric Coomer and frankly, just being pissed off that somebody would come after me, right? 
And um, it happened almost immediately. It happened right after, I, right after I got into the deal and said, hey, this is what I saw. This is what I experienced. But I had a moment. I had a moment in this where mm -hmm. I actually realized something significant. And that piece of significance, you know, I was talking to the guys before I actually um, came on. And I was like, look, I, I don't even know if I, I'm allowed to say the things I'm about to say. I don't even know if it's something I should say. But for in a split moment, I went from studying Eric and understanding who he is and being just kind of in shock by how he's presented himself um, over the last 25 years, um, almost unapologetically. But because I know all the other stuff about him, you know, I started doing the what if. Like, I, know, I know that I care about people. I know that I care about my country. I know that when I worked in the Middle East and Africa, I did those things because I cared about them. Now, I'm, admittedly, I'm not an extrovert. I'm an introvert, and I care from a distance. I, I do this thing where I'm like, all right, yeah, 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 so got you. But, it, but in, the, in the back of my mind, I'm willing to sacrifice a lot for people I don't even know. I'm willing to sacrifice a lot for people that, frankly, are not my family. They're, I mean, if, if I was walking down the street and somebody walked up and tried to hurt someone else, I would step in the middle. I would do so just regardless of, of the safety of myself. And maybe that's just because I'm stupid. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's, a, it's some sort of complex. I, I haven't figured it out about myself. But as I sat there doing that what if in the middle of the deposition, and trust me, his lawyer and I have no love loss for each other. But as I'm sitting in the middle of that deposition, the thing that kept going through my mind is what if. And this what if is kind of a big one. So you're going to go, and people might say, oh, no, screw him. You can't feel bad for him. Well, yes, you can, actually. You know, what if his sister didn't die when he was young? What if, what if Eric never got involved in heroin? What, what if he never got arrested for DUIs? What if the things that, that cause him to see the world in a different light, what if that was reversed? What if it was the other way around? What if, what if he never became a skinhead? What if he never became a skinhead? What if he never saw life from I that? I will tell you. I will tell you. Sometimes you, you speak a little bit hyperbolically. Mm -hmm. So when you first said that Eric Coomer was a skinhead, I was like, I can't be a skinhead. There's no real skinheads outside of prison. They're all in yeah. prison. Yeah. Um, when he actually admitted to being a skinhead, I was like, okay, this is, I went off this roller coaster ride. <laughs> yeah. But what if he didn't do, what, what if he never did that? What if he never wrote things and did things to his wife? What if all of the things in his life, the things that have possessed him, what if, what if somewhere along the line someone could have got him off that train? What if, what if all the hate that fills his heart could have been replaced with something different? And at that moment, I just started to realize the gravity of all of this. I, I, I didn't look at it from a perspective of dominion. I didn't look at it from a perspective of... Eric Coomer's life, and there had to be something that he lived his life through. I just looked at it as a cause effect. I go through the process, right? So here's what I know. Here's the information I have, you know, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to unapologetically get out there because this is wrong. That's my barometer. This is wrong. Let's stand up for what's right. This is wrong. And, you know, God put me on this path. But what, what if he was never on that path to begin with? What if we could rewind things 30 years? I mean, he's 50 years old or so. 
What if, what if his life changed way back when? What if it, what if it was the, that there was an event in their life? And the reason why I say this, Max, is because there's been many people in my life that I've run across that I, I look at them and I'm like, this, this guy's scary. This guy just doesn't get it. He's reckless in lots of different ways. And then over time, you see things happen where they come out of it. And I think this is just one of those cases where I don't, I don't, know, how to, I don't know how to reconcile having that emotion where you feel you actually feel bad about something when you're speaking about the things that defines them. Yet, I found myself there. And, you know, I, I kept asking, I said, this can't be normal. This can't, why, would I, why would I feel bad? Like, I didn't do anything wrong. And then I thought about it for a minute, and I go, what was that? Oh. So I, I, I don't know, Max. I, I don't know. I guess this is a therapy session. I'm on a couch, and um, you know, I'm just trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out how to process it. How to process one side of wanting accountability, knowing all the things that I know about election. And we're going to talk about what happened in Maricopa County. We talk about the things that we know that happened in, in Antrim and Mesa County and in Pennsylvania and different systems, not just Dominion, but ESNS and Smartmatic and the people that they're connected to, the Soros's of the world and the you know, Ruby Freeman and the Stacey Abrams and all these really bad people that they telegraphed what they were going to do. They overplayed their hand and told us all those things. And then I look at the pain of one person that I was able to study this one person and think to myself in the middle of the deposition, wow, wow, wow. Like it, 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 for, for a moment there, it humanized everything about that event, that time. And I, I just stopped and said, what if? What could have been different? And, and then the other side is, is the, the, the just lack of regard for other people's lives. And then the ridiculousness of them wondering why I would protect someone that is Antifa. Why would I do that? Why? Why, why, would, I, why would I step out and protect someone I don't even know? Well. That, so I, that, I, guess, I guess just to verify, you did not give them the name. I, I gave them information that they already had. That's what I gave them. But not I gave the them information they already had. Okay. Yeah. So it, um, you know, it, it, uh, it kind of, it weighs heavily on me. It weighs heavily on me because I'm being directed by my attorney. I'm making sure that I'm doing the right thing. I'm protecting people's interests. And so they, I find already, they already knew the name? They already had the information about the individual. Gotcha. Or partial, part of it. Right? So, it, uh, but I, I gave them what they already had. Well, you, you tell the truth, you're not going to get held in contempt. Yeah, but it's not a matter of the contempt. Right? The contempt has nothing to do with it. That has nothing to do with it, Max. I mean, th this isn't about the contempt. I'm, I'm okay with contempt. I am. I'm okay with it. And people are like, why would you fall on that sword? Why wouldn't I? See, when I was younger, I grew up really poor. When I have the same demons in my life and things that have happened to me in my life that I'm sure Eric's had in his life and others. And, and frankly, I probably have <laughs> more therapy needs based upon how I've been, what things I've gone through over the last 25 years. And that doesn't even count what I went through when I was a kid. I grew up dirt poor. 
But as a kid, and people, I know that there are people that know me that are watching this that, that I mean, my brother watches me. We used to have a saying when I was a kid, you know, snitches get stitches. That was a real thing. Because the reality of it is, is that you don't tell on your brothers. You make a commitment not to do anything, you don't do it, period. And a lot of people can understand that. Because that, that's, that's not something that happens. But when you grow up poor, that's all you have. That's all you have. You don't have anything else. And I'm not saying that we went out and did crazy bad things. Well, you know, we did, we did some bad things when we were younger. But not crazy bad things, but enough that you, you know, somebody pulls you in and says, hey, you going to tell them? You're like, mm, no, no. <laughs> well, I was asking you last week because you were telling me this last week. And um, one of the things I told you is that if the other guy didn't do anything illegal, then it's not snitching. Right. Yeah. So walk through walk through the logic. Why? why you were so adamant about protecting this guy, because it, well, it, it, it does uh, from just surface level. It, it seems almost, um, it seems almost strange to go to bat for an Antifa guy. Well, he's explain not an to Antifa everyone. Guy. I know, but explain yeah. to everyone why you made that decision. All right. Joey camp. Do you know who Joey camp is? No. Yeah. So I didn't either until I was, until I was actually on that call and I heard about Joey camp. And they wanted this guy. I mean, they basically said that they would take him in a little box. I mean, they didn't say little box, but they said, we want him. We want him. That's the guy. And it was, they wanted to put a hit on him. And I don't remember the context of it other than the vitriol that they were saying. Like, uh, it was probably hyperbolic, right? But the, the things that they said about him were pretty, I mean, they were, they wanted to take this guy out. And he wasn't Antifa. He was just investigating Antifa, right? So imagine what they do one, to one of their own that betrays them if they're willing to do that to a guy that is just investigating him. And, and then take the other people that they've, that they've put out. I mean, take Jake. They put a $3,000 hit on his head, right? And he just got in a fight with the Antifa guys and beat them up. They started it. He finished it. And they put a hit out on him. So you just walk down the line with what these people are willing to do and you can't help but go, yeah, no, I think that, I think that I'm not going to put somebody in a position where they lose their life. And if they don't lose their life, what, what's the next worst thing that could happen to them? They kill themselves, lose their family. I mean, let's walk through it. Huh? Yeah. So who, who wants to be responsible for that? I don't. I don't want to be responsible for it. I don't want to be responsible for it. I, I, I want to... I want to do the things that I say, like, this is it. If it doesn't validate, then all, listen, if what I said is not true, let's walk through a couple things. Why a day and a half after the election, a day and a half max, a day and a half after the election, they said, there's nothing to see here. Within five days, they said it was the safest election in U.S. history. Within five days. There's no way that you could look into it. You can't. Within five days, they're saying there's nothing to see here. And then let's just walk a little further down, downstream and say, hey, why are they fighting so hard against forensic audits? Why would you not want people to look into it? And if you get even further down the, on the, down the aisle, Dominion Voting Systems out of Canada is on the same floor as a Soros nonprofit. And let's not forget all the other things that we're dealing with, the image files and the logs that disappeared and the changes that they see over in, in uh, Mesa County that they never anticipated would happen, which is one image of it beforehand and the second afterwards. 
and the deletion of election data. Why would that happen? If you did nothing wrong and your system is secure, then look under the hood and tell me so that I can have confidence in the election. But when 60, 70, 80% of the country says the same thing and all of the data and all the evidence and thousands of affidavits point to vulnerabilities inside of their system, which they knew about being violated, and then you have a guy that says that Trump's not going to win. And then you have a guy that is in the position to make it happen. Then he has Antifa Manifesto and all this other, all these other things. Look, I don't know how you can look at this thing and not go, we have a massive problem. It's, it's not propaganda. The propaganda is when the media companies are doing stuff on every front to stop us from seeing truth, saying there's nothing to see here. They do it on the vaccine. They do it on ivermectin. They're telling us the same thing about the border. They're lying about what's happened in Afghanistan. I mean, go down the list. And they lie about everything. Hunter Biden. I mean, if it's just one thing, if it was just one piece, one lack of accountability, then we can have a discussion. We can have a discussion. You could say prove it. But I have been proving it. When you question the ability for me to be an election expert, yet I'm in the tech field. I build things that nobody else built. I know what is architecture what is. Oh, yeah. Is they that started they that. They, they, they uh, tell me how are you an expert so. on elections. Uh, let me ask you this, Max. You're a math guy. You and I have had conversations about regression. We've even built models on how we do certain things based on math. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I, so, haven't ta- I haven't taken a math class since high school because I tested out of college math. But yeah. But you're still like good math. at it, right? Yeah. You're extremely yeah. good at it. All right. Here is a vote, right? Okay, yeah. This is a vote. Okay. Now how many votes do I have? <laughs> you have one vote that was cut in half, but you have okay. two papers. Two pages, right? <laughs> one plus yeah. one equals two. How complicated of a system do you have to have you don't need one. to count votes? And I, th- I think that's what has been, listen, I, I know you have had different conversations with people than I've had. I, my knowledge of the voting machines of, of what actually happened is, is mostly, if not completely, based on the publicly available information. Any system that has the ability to create fractional votes cannot yeah. be trusted. Well, like, and it's not just the a system fractional. should not even have the ability to turn one vote into a half a vote or one vote into 0.6 votes, right? That shouldn't even be a possibility. Max. There's no reason for that. I, I have people inside of Dominion that gave me access to how they can cheat the system when it comes to uh, mobile ballot printers and bypassing the ICX yeah. machine, which is the image gas system. And I have proof of it happening at a precinct. And now I have information from, from several precincts of that actually happening because the system was designed to pull the card, move it over here, manually input those things, go through the adjudication process. The system is systematically flawed. It depends on people being honest, number one. And number two, why lie? Why did they continually lie? Why? Yeah. Why did the CEO of Dominion get up and say they're not connected to the internet? They have no ability to get connected to the internet. He said it, not me. He could have come out and said, hey, there's a modem in it, but it's not turned on. Let's verify that yeah. it's not turned yeah. on. Right? And they could have left he, the logs in said, place, he, but they didn't. Yeah. He could have said there's a modem, and but don't worry. When you go right. into the, um, the back end of the system, you can turn it off right. or you can unplug it. Right, But it does yeah. exist. I don't know why they thought they could get away with that lie. Look, I mean, that's just not such just that lie. That's not the lie. only lie. You know, the, the, the intensification of people coming after my life happened when Coomer came out and said, I lied about everything. I fabricated all those deals. So I became mud overnight, right? Now, I, get, I was being attacked, and I was pissed off. I didn't say jack about Dominion. I came out after Dominion after they came out after me, right? That's when I came out. I came out and said the system's flawed. 
And here's a guy that owns the adjudication process. And this is what his thoughts were. But I didn't come out and, and, and just all assault. Uh, they came after me. And so when they came after me, what was I supposed to do? Sit there and take it? I don't take it. When they came after my family, what was I supposed to do? When he wrote that thing in the Denver Post on, on December 8th, I know for a fact that my life changed dramatically on that day when he defamed yeah. me and said I made those posts. You want to talk so about how does he, how, So how does he get away with deleting his Facebook, yeah. knowing so he, he knows that he is filing a lawsuit at the same time he deletes his Facebook. Then he publicly accuses you of fabricating fo- yeah. posts. But because he has deleted his Facebook, it is impossible to now go back and verify short right. of archiving, right? Right. You can't actually compare it to the source material. Now you have screenshots. Maybe some of the pages are archived. Maybe they can recover them um, through an actual court order. Yeah. But, I mean, that just seems like it's destruction of evidence. Well, it's, it's massively destruction of, of evidence. But that's not the only problem. The problem is, is that he, he has other posts that he could have made private. He could have said, oh, I'm just going to, these are too inflammatory. I'm going to take them private. I didn't get an opportunity to see those. I didn't get an opportunity to see those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So I, did, I wasn't sitting in his living room. I didn't hack into his account. You don't know, you don't know what he was saying in his DMs. You, yeah, he didn't hack it. Yeah. You were just looking at it. I mean, most people have their Facebook pages set up to be private, um, yeah. very private. So no, everything he put on there, he wanted the world to see. You saw it, and now he's crying that you you <laughs> That you fabricated it. Yeah, I mean, listen, look, I know you're I, you're a busy guy. You're a busy guy. You don't have time to fabricate those posts. No. Like, what do you do? T- like, find a find a body double to climb a 14er, yeah. and take a picture of the top. Like, come on, <laughs> yeah, come on. I mean, it's it's not it's not even a matter of that. It's a matter of what's true and what isn't true. Like, what what is what is reality? And look, I, I said this before: a bullet colliding in midair. And, and I want to, we walk around, we want to believe that none of the things that we're experiencing right now are true. We want to believe that they want the borders to be closed and have accountability so that sex trading of children is not happening across our borders. We want that to be true. We want people that are in a position to work for Border Patrol or work in positions of power and authority on both sides of the aisle to say it's an important enough issue that a child not be locked in a basement with somebody molesting them and then only to be a killed or turned out in the street as a hooker it, we want it to be true. We don't want, we don't want them to be have, have people doing that. We don't want to have people murdering people. We see videos of what the cartel is doing to people. We know the cartels yeah. have pushed their tentacles into everything we do in the, in the United States. We want it to be true that people are good. We do. But it's not true. The Taliban are murdering people. There's videos of them doing it everywhere. Executing people in the streets. Even today, they're executing and raping women. In Afghanistan, they just they just declared that women are not allowed to play any sports, ever. Do you no see more. what's happening? Do you see yeah. what's happening? But we want it to be true. We want Hunter Biden to be just a normal person that happens to be, you know, have a demented, you know, a guy with dementia's son. We we want our elected leaders to actually go into Washington and do what's good for us, not do what's good for special interest groups. We want that to be true. We, we don't want to be dealing with this as people. We want life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. We want to go to work and, and get raises and look forward to the next thing that happens in our life and growing a business or building a family or watching your kids go to college. Those are the things that we, we, we yearn for. That's the things that everyone across the world yearns for. They don't want their kids going to school learning about how to change genders or that you're a racist because you're a white kid. You know, Blacks and Hispanics and 
Asians, they don't want to walk around feeling like they're different. They just want to say, we're all part of one race, the human race. That's what we want. But that's not what they want to give us. They want to lie to us and cheat us and put people on the streets that are looting and stealing and, and, and terrifying people and murdering people. We want to believe that there's some good, but that's not what we get. So when you stand up and you see something that definitely needs to be changed, that is supported by behavioral evidence or tech evidence or law evidence or, you know, math and science evidence, you want to speak up. Yeah. But we yeah. don't get that opportunity well, to speak up. Well, let me let me ask you this. You prepared for this deposition for a long time. I did. Uh, I, I, I called called you yesterday. I was texting yesterday. You said, can't talk now doing my deposition homework. Yeah. Were, were there any questions that they asked that you could sense that they felt were, was going to be like a gotcha question that just blew up in their face? No, there is no gotcha in my deal. There's no gotcha. But no, but like, like one, one that they thought was going to like, oh, like, oh we're going to stump Look, them with this. this. This is the whole premise behind them. Give me proof that someone was on that call, right? Give me proof. So I went as close as I could without lying because I didn't want to lie. And I was like, well, this person is an Antifa member. And the first person out of my notes is that person. So go talk to them. See what you get. Who, by the way, has had a complete, you know, uh, I was going to say this, had, had an infatuation with me <laughs> over the last year and a half, right? And so I just said, go, you know, you can go talk to that person. And Eric Coomer was on that call. And then I, talk you know, I, I brought up other things that, that, that have happened. And, and they brought up posts that I'm like, I, I don't remember putting that post up. Right. And so I go and I went back. I went back and said, hey, can you guys get me access to the old files on Parler? And they're like, no. <laughs> go, go see uh, what they say. Go see Amazon. <laughs> yeah. like, All right. <laughs> My point is, is that we we find ourselves in this place where, you know, the, the, the deposition was was fine. Right. It was fine. Um, the, their attorney and I don't see eye to eye. Uh, I tried to be as nice to him as possible, knowing that I was going to have to go through and I got to sit through another six or eight hours tomorrow. You don't get me tomorrow morning, by the way. I need you to know that. Eight, eight more hours. So what do they yeah. have to ask you tomorrow? I think it's six more hours. Or is that, or is that your attorney? Is their uh, this attorney is or for, your attorney? Yeah, this is for um, Conservative Daily. They get gotcha. a bite at the Apple. And, and, you know, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they get all eight hours out of me, which is fine. I, I, I'm, I'm prepared for those meetings. I'm prepared for those discussions. But the, the fact is, is that it was an attack. This felt like it was a bullying session. Yeah. Their attorney yeah, wanted to take swipes are. at me. It's not supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be discovery. You're going to discover something. Well, here's what you discovered. Everything that you already knew, it discovered. But, well, but, it sounds, it they, sounds like these guys watch too many courtroom dramas. Well, I mean, look, they, their attorney is not stupid. Eric Coomer is not stupid. He's not a stupid man. You can say a lot of things about him, but the guy is not stupid. He's not stupid. He's got a Ph.D. In, in nuclear engineering, not nuclear physics, nuclear engineering. Even though he held himself out as a nuclear physicist, he's not. But that's beside the point, right? That guy could run circles around me when it comes to education, circles, and, and then probably go to Alaska and back before I even got out of bed. I get it. But it doesn't change the, re the, the, the reality. It doesn't change what we're dealing with right now as it results to the election fraud. In election fraud, the, the fact that they keep parroting the same thing, that there's nothing to see when there's so much to see which is what we're going to get into next when we talk about the Maricopa yeah. canvassing updates. And they're upset over it. They're like, oh, the math doesn't add up. The report doesn't add up. These, these numbers don't add up. They, they went straight Wait, at it. Their, lawyer, their lawyers brought that up? No, no, no. Different. This is oh, what we were talking about. Yeah. Okay, so that, they didn't bring yeah. that, that canvas up. No. The, 
deposition. Okay. Just want to make sure. Because that would be very unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you're going for another eight hours tomorrow. So you got to yeah. make sure you I get think. a good I night's sleep. Hours. Today was four or five. You got you to get a good night's sleep. Yeah. You got to eat your Wheaties in the morning. Yeah. You got to do all that. Yeah. And, uh, and I'll hold down the fort tomorrow morning. And, uh, and we'll go off on it. It'll, it'll be fine. Um, overall, I know I know it's brought a lot of emotions for you. Do you feel yeah. good? What What do your attorneys say? Are Are, are your attorneys like this saying is just you did the anti slap part, right? This is the yeah. They, they They thought we were all going to be colluding at some point. We weren't colluding at some point. Matter of fact, I had never talked to almost anyone in the entire room that did some story that they went after and sued before all this. Matter of fact. We, we did we did this po we did this conservative daily podcast yeah, and yeah. my name was Joe Otto I didn't want to be known yeah. I just wanted to talk about yeah. the issues that were facing us that were real issues you know Biden basement basement Biden yeah. that's the type of stuff we were talking about it's like this is, still this is a joke huh it's still happening it is still, still happening. happening it hasn't changed uh, we, Joe we Biden said we're we going to become the country. green energy he said we're going to become green energy independent by the year 2020 yeah we, we we know who's running the country and that person is not Joe Biden. That's not the person running the country. And if you want my opinion on who's running the country, I can tell you over time what my opinion is of who's running the country. And it is a woman. There is a woman running the country. And it's not Kamala Harris either. Is it Hell Dog? Nope. Susan he, Rice? Yes. Yeah, that's possible. That's my choice. I mean, you that's do possible. all the math. You can just draw all the lines, how everything does, and just how it goes together. And right in the middle of it is someone that's been highly trained all the way across the globe. From the UN all the way down. No, it's is... certainly, certainly possible, certainly plausible. Yeah. I mean, she didn't take a job in the administration. If you wanted to be a shadow kind of person behind the scenes, that's what you do. You'd, you'd not be in the administration. You'd operate. And she has operated scenes. from a position of power and authority for many, many for decades, right? From dec for decades, worked in the UN, worked on, uh, you know, the, the things that I know about what happened in other countries is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's freaky stuff. Matter of fact, I've, yeah. I had to put on a tinfoil hat to talk about some of the things that happened in places like Sudan, right? Yeah. Libya, right? And then the discussions that happened and yeah, I, it would, it would, it would make your Je Jesse Ventura thing. kind of discussions. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. not sure it gets that to that point, but it definitely shows the evil nature of, of people looking for personal interest. And having yeah. an agenda and things and not looking out for the better interest of people. But I know that that's been happening for, you know, a couple thousand years. People get in that position where they can watch people suffer or watch people do well and make decisions on who does well, who doesn't do well, who makes money, who doesn't do. I mean, th that's that's something that literally has permeated human nature for thousands of years. It's not new. Yeah. Right? I mean, look, they walked well, Jesus I, I, up a hill for, uh, you know, yeah. a couple miles to his death and they flogged him and beat him and. And spit on him. And here's the savior of the world, right, that, that died for all of our sins. And yet they hated on him all the way to his death. And yet he had enough to say, forgive them for they know not what they've done. Yeah. It's a hard thing. Yeah. It is. It is. So you, you want to talk about Maricopa? I want to talk about Maricopa. Or, or I want to you, talk about some of the things that came out of Maricopa. I, 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 I don't want to cut you off. So if, if there's yeah. anything else about the deposition... We can go. Otherwise, we can shift to Maricopa. Yeah, so there's things that I know about Maricopa that I can't talk about, and there's things that I can talk about. So the things that I've been authorized well, to talk about. Well, before about, we get into it, I have to tell everyone 
that if you haven't already put up my screen, Mr. Producer, you got to check out our new conservative daily store today. We, we showed you the t-shirt conservative daily podcast t-shirt in white. Did you know you can also get it in red? Yeah. Bam. Mind blown. Small, yeah. medium, large, extra large, two XL and three XL. I patted myself on the back. I designed this logo. I don't know if you knew that Joe, that's my baby. That yeah, we're going to change it up. Other people, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> just Other people just have have, have made it a little bit more polished. Yeah. People put it into vector form, obviously, but I originally did that in Microsoft Paint. Uh, but yeah, if you want to support the the channel, support the show, show everyone, hey, maybe you'll walk past Eric Coomer and he'll see you wearing it. Pick up one of these shirts, go to Serve Daily Store, and uh, and support the show. Yeah. And show your support. And, and the, the show is brought to you by, I should bring this up as well. I mean, brought to you by the shirt, but it's also brought to you by MyPillow. And you know that the you sheets. can save right now on, on uh, uh, the uh, Giza, um, the uh, sheets. Dream sheets. Dream yeah, sheets. 50% you can save 50% off with uh, code CD21. That's Charlie David 21. And you can you have slippers and they have, uh, you know, mattress pads. And they've got all sorts of other stuff there that you can participate in and purchase as well. It's it's pretty great. You're supporting Mike Lindell. Obviously, he's deep into the fight. You're also supporting uh, MyPillow, which has, you know, I think a couple thousand employees, and it's all American-made, and they're doing it. And, and you'll have a, a great night's sleep. So you can save up to 66% with code CD21. And right now, you can save, save 50% off of the yeah. uh, Giza sheets, the uh, fitted sheets. So so you wanted to be on the left side. Now you got to have Mike Lindell's little bobblehead. Next to your face, I, I saw. Yeah. I saw you trying to peek out around him. Yeah, you, you wanted to be on the left side. All right, I don't. You know, you I, wanted, I didn't really want to be on the left. I was just joking around, and I, all of a sudden, I ended up on the left. I never right. joke. I never joke. Don't bring anything up that you don't want changed. That's the one thing yeah, you got to say yeah. to to uh, Apollo. Yeah. So, it it. I want to talk about Maricopa County. I want to talk about the okay. Canvas report, and then obviously they went hard at work trying to discredit it right away. But go ahead and put up uh, the report that came out. Sure, put it on my screen. Now, this was done by uh, independent group, right? So this shows 173,104 lost votes and 96,389 ghost votes. And um, so the, I'll kind of walk through this. The votes are missing or lost reported to our volunteers who went door-to-door -door verifying registration and voter information for thousands of residents. These are American citizens living in Maricopa County who cast a vote primary, primarily by mail in the election, and yet there is no record of their vote um, with the county, and it was not counted in the reported vote totals for the election. Additionally, an estimated 96,389 mail-in votes were cast under the names of registered voters who were not either unknown to the residents of the registration address or who were verified as having moved away prior to October of 2020. Other regularities were uncovered during the canvas of a smaller scale, including votes cast by mail from vacant lots, votes recorded from residents who had not actually voted, etc. Um, so these, and this just goes into the uh, voting rights and the fact that the Board of Supervisors, um, uh, you know, the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors District 1 was only decided by 403 votes. Uh, key statewide margin, uh, yeah. race margins were well within the numbers shown above. And the presidential race was decided by 10,457 votes statewide. And the U.S. Senate election was decided by 78,886 votes statewide. So as you start going well, through this. it's important to say. Right off the bat, it's important to say what this isn't. This is not the Cyber Ninjas audit. No. This is not. Just for anyone who might be confused by it, it is not the Cyber Ninjas audit. This is, an, this is a canvas 
done by a different group of volunteers where they went around Maricopa and I think a couple other surrounding counties. Yeah. And they knocked on doors and asked mm-hmm. people, did they vote? And then they if those people said yes, then they went back and, and checked to see whether the vote was counted. Right. And if those people said no, then they also went to see if it was counted. And they found people who said they did not vote, but the register had them as voting. And right. people who said they did vote, but the vote was never counted. It's important to say that they did not find 173,000 lost votes. They did not find no. 96,000 ghost votes. They, just like modern polling, they took a sample size of the district. They didn't get everyone. And they even say some people slammed the door in their face. Some people didn't want to talk to them. They right. took a sample. And from the sample, they found a large enough percentage of ghost ballots or lost votes to then extrapolate it just the way a, a pollster would right. to apply that percentage to the larger population and come up with that number. So we will know pretty soon if the audit turns up numbers like this. If the audit turns up lost votes, if the audit turns up ghost votes or other irregularities, then this will be supported. But right now, yeah, this is this is extrapolation, which is fine. Well, the reason why they did it this way is you have two independent organizations working. And so as the data comes out on one side, that report's being generated for cyber ninjas. And on the other side, you have a group of people within the community that are out there canvassing and then using extrapolation methods to extrapolate the, the number of lost votes and or ghost votes. But the, the, my point would be this, Max. How do you get those, those votes through the system? You have signature verification processes that exist. Some of those are done through an Agilist system that's not a, you know, so you have a signature, I call it adjudication, where they have to adjudicate the signature, right? Well, they call it signature verification. Same thing for me. You're trying to figure out intent if that person uh, was the person that asked for that ballot. And then you get downstream and you have the ability to put votes through the system where you can skip over the ICX, the the, uh, mobile ballot printer, you have the ability to put in ballots that are fake ballots. Now, there, there are some systems that are available, and some of the paper manufacturers that, manufacturers that are out there um, have the ability to make sure that there's ballots that, that somebody says somebody voted on are real. Um, so we know, we know about those uh, things now that are starting to prove out some of the paper discrepancies in multiple states, not just that state. We know about the relationship between companies like Runbeck and and uh, Dominion Voting Systems and Smartmatic and, and these other companies. So we, we know the Canadian company that builds some of the paper um, felt like there was an uncomfortable enough situation that they wanted to make sure they could overcome that. Um, but you're, you're seeing that the machines are smack dab in the middle of it. And the machines aren't the only problem. You know, you, 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 as we're seeing by people getting arrested for voter fraud and people being arrested for uh, stuffing ballots in boxes and, and uh, uh, harvesting ballots independently, that there's a lot of different ways that fraud can exist, but collectively all of those things then carry down to a system which has massive ability to be manipulated. And, and I'm not talking manipulation that you have to have through a foreign entity that comes in and you know that uh, China's sitting over there with a group of 5,000 people and they're getting into all these places. You don't even need that. All you need is you know something the size like this that you have on the, on the counter that is then through the system feeding back in valid yeah. Um, voter registration information. And, and the other part is, Max, is that these systems were built by engineers, built by code makers that are over in Serbia. Why do we have systems that are developed here in the United States 
that we don't have any sort of code efficacy where we know where the code is, we've done the examinations of the code, we've looked to make sure there's no root kits and things like that that are built into the into the executables, built into the system. We're using foreign uh, uh, boxes and foreign uh, hardware. I mean, everything about what we're doing is foreign. And yet we yeah. expect to believe that Dominion doesn't know about those. You, you have to have Red Hat, you have to have Red Hat and White Hat and Black Hat, guys that are literally looking at vulnerabilities. You have to have it. Yet they don't have it in any well, if part. You care. If you care. If you care. But you're... But that's I where mean, you get into being the on the same floor as George Soros and you get into yeah. what happened in Venezuela and the connections to a Smartmatic. And you look at the all hands meeting that that uh, Dominion had with all of their employees, including all of the people over in Serbia, talking about um, people being in contact you. And we'll have people following you and and we'll be watching over you because you're at risk. And I mean, th these are all things that happen with Dominion yeah. and, and all of that would not have happened. All of that would not have happened. This is what a uh, providence had not loose lips sink ships, Coomer said anything to begin with. And had he not been uh, so boisterous about hating America and hating cops and, and being pro-Antifa, uh, had he not done the things that he did, right, I, I, wouldn't have, I would have gone about my business and said to myself, yeah, I think the election was stolen, but it would have not been my fight. It would have not been my yeah. dog in the hunt. I wouldn't have been involved in it at all. It wouldn't, have, it wouldn't even have phased me. You'd be on the sidelines. I'd be on the sidelines. I'd be helping probably with some effort of talking here, but it would be under Joe Otto. And I'd just say, what if, what if, what, what's happening? Mm -hmm. And right, it'd be the same as it was before. There would be no having to give up everything in order to uncover something that you didn't want to be involved in with to begin with. Well, well even just, I agree with you. The fact that there are, is even one foreign coder involved in this at all, terrifying. I think what this has also revealed is there's no we have no business giving this responsibility to for-profit companies like when dominion says you're not allowed to see the code base because it's proprietary i mean you're talking about they should have white hat they should have black hat right testing to make sure that the election's secure they frankly they don't care if the election's secure they have contracts that end um x number of years right so obviously if 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 something was terrible then they'd lose those contracts so they don't want to be um, completely hacked, but they're not coming at this from a moral perspective. I'm sure there's some people working these companies. I, as you said, they've contacted you. So obviously there are some people in Dominion and other voting companies that don't like the way things are run, but they are not coming at this from a civic perspective. They're not coming at this from an ethical or moral perspective. It's, it's a for-profit company. Yeah. When, when your goal is, is money. to make money, you aren't. You should not be running America's elections. Period. Max, Full stop. Done. And Max, how about the transparency on who owns those election systems and who's investing in them? How about that? Yeah. How about transparency for the American people? But there's no transparency anywhere. It's just, hey, stay in your line. You're a slave. Get over there. And you can say whatever you want, but they do that with everything. They do it with everything. They they murdered a man down in Texas with ivermectin. They they leave the border open. They send some liberal junkie down to the border and say, "Hey, listen, stand up there and say, yep, there's lots of people trying to get in because he stands at the edge of a cliff. Nobody can get up. That's this happens, and the liberal morons that are out there, Max, I want I want to share something with you right now, and I think we should break this to everyone. Should we break this to everyone? We I have a video right now. <laughs> we have a video right now of white people, white Antifa members, uh -huh. attacking Larry Elder, throwing eggs at him, wearing a oh, monkey just mask. Happened? Just happened. That just happened? So we need one minute to play this, but you're not going to believe this. A bunch of white people 
throwing eggs at Larry Elder. This is what has happened to the, the, the radical left establishment is that they terrorize people. But this is the same people that I'm supposed to just give up and say, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to just, you know, everything's fine. Here's the person that got me on the call. And, oh, here's the person that yeah, I can't do it. Why would you? And they started throwing names at me today, Max. What about this person? What about this person? I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. So we're going to have that yeah. video in a second. Before we get off of Maricopa, I want to point something out. If we go back yeah. to my screen real quick. They they did not they did not canvass every single house, right? But in Warner County, apparently they did. They canvassed yeah. every house. They didn't get responses from everyone, but they did knock on every single door, right? And when you look at the lost votes in Warner County, they knocked on every door. You you imagine that the Democrats are the ones who don't want to answer the questions, right? You, you, it doesn't take it doesn't take a, a big thinking hat to figure that out. But of the people in Warner and Warner that did I can not hear that. We need to... vote. Okay, sorry. The people in Warner that did not vote, they found that of those 714, 249 of them were recorded as, as voting. Yeah. So say again, 714, not, I, I said Warner County, it's not Warner County, it's just Warner. 714 people in Warner told the canvassers they did not vote, but two of those, 249 did vote. And of the ghost votes, they interviewed... 1,985 voters at their homes. You have their video playing them. 1,547 voters that were registered. Yeah. And 90 of them in that county alone had moved out that were registered and that voted had moved out prior to October. I mean, but, it's. But, that, but that's not the biggest thing. We, we had we had one person that uh, got ballots in the mail and in previous years had sent those ballots back saying, hey, this person doesn't live here anymore and sent them back. Yeah. Right? And those previous years, those ballots had been voted even though they were sent back. Well, this time, this time, they didn't send them back. The people held on to the ballots. And guess what, Max? Yeah. Guess what happened? They voted? They voted again. How did they vote? Yeah. She, in Probably possession. She was in <laughs> possession of the ballots, yet it shows that that person actually voted, but this person's holding on to the ballots. Tell me how a system is designed where you have two ballots that are made on the same person. This is the thing they're afraid of. And you can't run away from that. This isn't something you can run away from. And so on my Telegram channel, people started putting up, these, these trolls started putting up that they pay, these trolls that are part of the radical leftists, started putting up a report that says 71% or 85% of people that say that they didn't vote didn't, or voted didn't vote. And that they lie. That these people are lying. It's, a, it's actually a study. They actually made a study over the people that said they didn't vote actually did vote. People said they did vote, didn't vote. This is a study they did. So where did they get that information? Oh, you admitted they lied? Where, where do you get the information? Where is the test case for that? And how do you reconcile what I just told you, Max? That of the ones that they actually walked to the door, she still had the ballots. So Liz Harris was talking about this today. She goes, they still had the ballots. They're on, war, on uh, Bannon's show. You can't run away from this. It's fraud at a massive scale, a massive scale. And it's not just one state. It's all the states. We don't have to worry about swing states. We have to worry about whether or not we have fair and integrity in elections across the entire country because they've been cheating for years. No transparency in who owns it. No transparency in how the ballots are collected. No transparency because you're not an election expert. You just trust us. Trust us. We know what we're doing. Like you, tr like you trust doctors? Do you trust doctors now, Max? 
You trust doctors? I, tr- I, tr- I trust my doctor because I've been going to him for a couple of years. But but just having an MD next to your name is does not yeah. mean is not as trustworthy as it was two years ago. But that no, way. it's not as trustworthy as it was twenty years ago. Forget the last twenty years. The last well, twenty even, years, even, even people... twenty years, sure. Right. Yeah, but I'm just saying, just just with the pandemic alone, we're good. Um, I I don't I don't care if you went to medical school. That means very little to me right now. All right, you ready for this? This is people attacking Larry Elder and attacking people around him, attacking him. And these are white liberals wearing a monkey mask. You want to talk about racism? Oh, my gosh. Go ahead and play it. Turn it up just a little bit. cut that there so there's a scene joe and probably one of the worst movies ever made but it's a cult classic starship troopers where a young neil patrick harris playing a psychic space soldier goes up to the alien queen puts his hand on the alien queen senses the alien queen's thoughts and he says she's afraid that's what that is yeah they're afraid yeah you don't do that to larry elder unless you're afraid the only reason you do that is if you think he's going to win. Yeah. Because w- w- why even bother? You only do that if you're worried he's going to win. But these are hired thugs. These are hired thugs by yeah. this radical leftist agenda. And they're hired thugs. These people are thugs. I mean, punching a guy, an old guy, guy's like 70 years old, and they're punching him in the side of the head? What is wrong with people? Are you serious? Well, he looked like he was security. Was he? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have all the information related to that. But it doesn't matter, security or not security. The guy's a gray-haired guy. And you punch yeah. him? And then the guy walks up to him and calls him boy? Are you serious? White, black, or indifferent? Yeah. These are all a bunch of white people running around. That's all they are. It's a bunch of white people. Oh. Well, uh, white people. And at the this. end, they called him racist. Oh, white people are racist. Justin Trudeau had pebbles thrown at him yesterday. Oh, he did. So I guess that. You got I guess that? tis the season. Uh, no, I don't have it, but it's, I have grainy footage. But we you are know, Cam- allowing, Canada's a couple years behind We are us. allowing the dregs of our society to become hired henchmen for the mob. And the mob right now is the Democrats. That's the mob. And now you've got to make a decision yeah. on what you're willing to do. I can, I can tell you what I'm willing to do. I can tell you what I'm willing to do. Right? I'll so, tell you, that, 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 purple mon- that purple monkey, whatever gender she identifies as, um, if she had pulled that crap in a concealed carry state, she'd probably be dead right now. 100%. You attack a congressional candidate, and then you keep doing it, and then other people keep attacking a congressional candidate. Listen, depending on the state law, what they just did technically is usually defined as throwing missiles. Yeah. That's usually what it, what it says in the statute, a missile, something you're throwing an object with the intent to harm someone. The second that they throw a punch, I'm tearing their face off. 
You have to take second. off the monkey mask first. No, nope. I just go right through the monkey mask. <laughs> and then the other guy calling me boy. When you get in my... Oh, my gosh. Please do that. Also, please. where's his mask? Where was that guy's mask? Doesn't he understand he there's a pandemic going on? No, no, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's just an angry idiot. He's a useful idiot. They have found as many useful idiots as they possibly can, and they're using the useful idiots. But look at that. That all comes back to what I call the Yvette Falarka theory. She was that woman. She doesn't deserve to be remembered, but I remember. She ran by any means necessary in California, and she went before a judge after punching Trump supporters, and her defense for assault and battery charges was that it shouldn't be a crime to punch a fascist. You yeah. saw that reaction, what they did to Larry Elder, and I don't know if anything actually hit her, hit him. No. They were trying to hurt him. They broke yeah. the law. They were absolutely in the wrong. The minute that someone walks they over to them and, and tries to move them away, right. but you saw that the minute that someone tried to move them away, they all got really pissy. Like, how dare you touch me? Well, no, how dare you throw something at a, at a, uh, at a gubernatorial candidate? How dare you? Like, no, you're, yeah, you're going to get a hand on you when you throw something at at the guy that they're protecting. Yeah. But that guy jumped up in his face, say, boy, boy, that guy, a weird little, like, like <laughs> homeless camp Jesus, whatever he was, um, homeless camp Santa. But they get paid. They get paid to do this. They get paid to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, they're, yeah. they're agitators. They're, they're absolutely yeah. getting paid to agitate. But he jumped in because he felt that they were in the right. And, and, and that is that is an illness that I don't know if we're ever going to be able to break through. I don't think we're ever going to be able to convince, just like there's 33% of Americans who think Joe Biden did a swell job leaving Afghanistan. I no, don't we think we're ever going to be able to break through. That's just what the idiots think. Yeah. I don't think we're ever going to be able to break through the whatever number it is, 10, 20% of, of Democrats, however many it is, that look at that and say that Larry Elder deserved to have an egg thrown at him. Like, I don't know how you live in the same country as these people. I don't know. I, it's part of the reason either. I don't go to Austin anymore. <laughs> I don't well, why would Austin you go to Austin? For that reason. Austin is just a, a cesspool of nothingness. Well, I like the bats. Whatever. I like the bats. You can have the bats. <laughs> so is there anything else you want to go through with Maricopa County? We, we, we kind of got off on it, but that was breaking news with Larry Elder getting eggs thrown at him. Um, is there anything else you want to go through in the in the canvas report specifically? If you go back to my screen, that picture in, on the front page, that is an empty lot that they say two mail-in votes were cast from. Yeah. And they say the lot's address is 13226 West Beverly Road, Goodyear. There is no house. It is an empty lot. And two people voted from that lot. Yeah. How is that possible? I mean, right, right there, right there, that should be enough. Well, it should be just an extrapolation. Hold, just to extrapolate hold the phone. Yeah. Yeah. But to hold the phone and just to audit the whole damn thing, which they did, thank goodness. But this is happening all across the country. It's not just in Maricopa. Stephen Crowder did, did something similar in Nevada, finding, finding uh, empty lots where people were voting from in Nevada. No, I mean, <laughs> every single state needs to be audited just for empty lots. Find the, find the properties... It's very easy to do. You go off the property tax rolls, right, Joe? You go off the property tax rolls, and yeah. you find all of the properties that don't have improvements. All of the properties where someone owes property tax, but there is no improvement, meaning there's no building. Find that, get that list, and cross-reference it 
against voter registrations. Oh, they and did more of that. They did. I more know, of but, that. but but you, you could fix this problem in an afternoon with the right databases. Right. I mean, if I had the databases in my hands on my computer, I could fix it in 10 minutes with with an Excel spreadsheet. Right. Find duplicates. There you go. <laughs> and away you go. It would be it would be yeah, that it's easy. so easy. It would literally be that easy. But every time we want to do something like that, we want to purge the voter rolls. The Democrats fight tooth and nail. Every single time. Yeah. Well, I, I think that we are at, we're at a turning point in, in, I think, this election and what we're seeing happen across our nation, where people are starting to wake up to the realization that this, these people that are acting as if they care about us don't care about us. Biden literally yesterday said this. They don't understand when it was relaying to the 13 people that died in Afghanistan. We don't, we're too stupid to understand what's happening in Afghanistan. I'm not too stupid to tell you what's happening in Afghanistan. I'm not. We, have, we lack leadership. We, we lacked any sort of, of courage, of just basic ethical courage. We lack it. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, look, at, I look at the things that we're dealing with right now, and I just I can't help but just say, look, I, I'm, I'm grateful that, that all things are being revealed. I think that what's happening in the schools being revealed, I think what's happening in the community being revealed, I think being built for billions of dollars in cash is being revealed, trillions of dollars in cash being revealed. I, I believe that we are being turned into the slave deal and the, the haves and the have-nots. I mean, even on the roadways, you have <laughs> toll lanes that are, if you can afford it, it's $4 and you can get home faster. But if you can't afford it, or your kids really need to be home, or you're a single mom, and you got to sit over here because you can't afford that. What, what are we? What are we doing, Max? What are we doing? What are we doing when we sell out the interests of our roads and highways and infrastructure to foreign entities that then tax us to death on the outside? Because that's what they do. That's what the, that's what that whole system is designed to do, and nobody knows it. Or when they make it difficult for you to own a business, or make it difficult to say that if you want to open a business, you have to spend $800,000 on infrastructure in order to open that business, because that's what we're going to require you to do in order to have a business on your own. This is the type of, of things that people are doing all over the nation, you know, governments are doing all over the nation to keep us down as people. It's, it's pretty, uh, yeah, it's, it's heart-wrenching that we're actually dealing with this, but I'm actually glad that people are waking up to it. I'm really glad. Yeah. Well, I hope so. I hope so. And I will tell you, I know you were a little bit Debbie Downer yesterday. I on was. The Texas, on the Texas law. Yeah. But if you read more into it, again, not perfect. But if you want to vote by mail in Texas now, it's not just your signature that they verify. You actually have to put your driver's license number or the yeah. last four of your social security number whenever you apply for a mail-in ballot and whenever you send it in. So okay. the person who applies and the person who sends it in, at the very least, would need to know either your social security number or your driver's license, which isn't a foolproof system. It's not hard to get. But, but it's not hard to get, but it's going to eliminate the crimes of opportunity. What you were talking about, the person who lives there, yeah. a ballot just shows up at their door and say, I'm going to vote for this person. Well, you're not going to be able to do that in Texas unless you somehow also well, have their, their ID gonna, or their social. They're going to find ways around it. They're going to find ways around it by pushing it through changing. the system. And it doesn't matter if you have a a compromised election system. If you have a compromised voting system that is run by an electronic device that you do not have transparency in, there is no way, there's zero way, there's 100% zero way through that process that you will not have election fraud because they can manipulate everything through that last mile, that black box part where they could just change votes. 
and they and can make it so done. you never know. You never know because I mean, here's I mean, the thing: they they're still going to come back. They're still going to come back and say, "No, we're going to do RLAs, risk limited audit." Like they did in, yeah. in Maricopa County, where they sealed up 53 boxes. These are all the uh, votes. And we had boxes with, you know, 40 precincts, where one box had, had stuff from 30, 40 precincts. It was crazy. How does that happen? Yeah. I tell you why it happens, because they didn't have time to put it back. And they just needed voters. Th this is how you could start validating all the things they did in the system that had to work through the adjudication. And by the way, you would never, ever delete an adjudication log if that wasn't the case. You wouldn't. Why would you? Why would you delete the logs that actually show when votes have been bypassed or manually entered past the ICX machine, depending on which version of Dominion you have? And I haven't even started talking about ESNS. I've stayed off the radar with them and Smartmatic and Hart, but man, same sort of, of system that they use on one, they use on another. And, and they're all ones that we don't have transparency on. We don't know who owns these companies. Why? Yeah. And if you don't know who owns the companies and you can't get uh, them to do forensic audits and you have all of these deviations, right? Deviations of behavior, deviations of te tech, deviations of code, excuse me, d code, uh, tech, and uh, law, and then math and science. Really simple. Like, I'm, I'm not that bright, right? I'm not that bright. I must not be. I'm bright enough to see that there's a massive amount of election fraud. Doesn't take rocket scientists, but there are rocket scientists out there that have come out. There are guys like Bobby Python that have come out and said, listen, this is impossible. This is not just improbable, it's impossible. And you have Dr. Frank, and you have, uh, who are the other ones, Max? Uh, Jovan uh, Pulitzer, and you have Patrick Byrne, yeah. and you have, I mean, it just goes down the line. Just keep going down the line of all the things that they've done. Or Draza, who's uh, Lady Draza. She, she's amazing. She's, she's a mathematician. She is very, very, very good at what she does and does algorithms based on uh, making sure she can break through the different uh, um, similarities and how the votes were counted. That's not, and when, it, when it's within, you know, 0 0.01 in multiple states and multiple precincts and you see how the votes happen at, at each hour and they all happen in the same way, you know it's fixed. You know it's fixed. Yeah. It's the same system we use in financial analysis to figure out if somebody's stealing. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. Well, we're going to have to get to all of that in a different episode because we are out of time. Yeah. Amazing how the time flies when you split up the episodes into a morning and evening. But yeah. if you like the show, you got to hit that share button because not everyone knows we're in different time slots now. And you got to subscribe to the text alert system. Text the word freedom to 89517. You'll get a text alert not just once a day. It used to be once. Now it's twice a day before the morning show, before the evening show, telling yeah. you what the episode's going to be about and giving you links so you can watch it live. So make sure you text that word freedom to 89517 if you haven't already. Also sign up for our email newsletter. And and honestly, go to all the different platforms we're on and just add them to your bookmarks because sometimes one goes down and when that happens, you guys swing, switch over to the other one. So uh, yeah, check out all the links in our description. If you haven't already, subscribe to the audio version of the podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean. And if you have an Apple device, make sure you give us a five-star review and help us climb up in those rankings. I think I got to everything. Yeah, you did. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Altman. And remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.